What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up, everyone? It's Dr. Will Cole, and welcome to The Art of Being Well. I am a leading functional medicine expert. I get to consult people around the world via webcam. I started one of the first functional medicine telehealth centers in the world over a decade ago, and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, which is my newest book, and The Inflammation Spectrum, and Ketotarian. If you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, the books, and there's lots of free resources there for you as well, you can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. All right, let's get to today's guest. She is a longtime friend of mine. Love this person so much and her entire family. Her husband's amazing as well. Anyways, just good people all around, and she is freaking brilliant. Her name is Lauren Roxburgh. She is an internationally renowned author, wellness educator, leader, and inspirational speaker. She's dubbed the body whisperer and a regular contributor to Goop, Women's Health Magazine, and Mind Body Green. Named the Body Alignment Pro by Vogue, Lauren has also been listed as one of the eight tech pioneers to watch by Entrepreneur Magazine. Lauren is also the founder and CCO of the popular Aligned Tribe Collective Community, founder of the virtual Aligned Life Studio wellness platform, and the creator of the Body Collection. She's a degree in nutrition and physiology. She's certified in structural integration, certified in classical Pilates, and a certified personal trainer. You're going to love this conversation so much. Of course, I, I I have the coolest friends in wellness and I'm so pumped that you guys all get to learn from them. And don't forget, at the end of the conversation with Lauren, I'll answer another one of your burning health questions and then ask me anything. Let's get to it. This is Lauren Roxburgh's Art of Being Well. Lauren Roxburgh, I am so excited this is happening. Thanks for being on, on the pod. Yay. Are you kidding? Of course, I wouldn't miss it for <laughs> Thank you. you. Happy to be here. <laughs> and speaking of pod, pe- people aren't seeing this that are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, but people that may be seeing video clips are seeing you're in some sort of magical wellness pod. So where, where the heck are you in the world? <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Well, we, my husband's a Kiwi. Gus is um, from New Zealand. Love and Gus. We thought, you know, what better time? Yeah, he's the man. So we, end of last year, 2020, we decided you know what? I think, you know, our kids are so young. Let's go do an adventure. And we always wanted to come to New Zealand. We kind of always thought it would be when they were older, but we thought, you know, it's kind of good when they're young. So we came back to one of, to Gus's like old family, they call it a batch. It's like an old kind of holiday house. So we came and it was, it's freezing cold here. We're living in the Southern Alps in the South Island of New Zealand in a little town called Wanaka, but it's like a really cool vibey town. People are really open and into nature and everything. So we came and we updated the old batch. And then we decided to create a little wellness center or Align Life HQ here in New Zealand. So we got one of those cool geodesic domes 
to make it into my little pop-up kind of yoga studio. But now it's where I do all my lives and my classes and my chats and my webinars. And, and then we'll be teaching live classes here too soon. So it's really, it's just been a great place for me to come and have my space. You know how yeah. it is. You really need that time mm-hmm. to go within and like to feel that creative energy to fill me up, especially leaving LA because I definitely miss, you know, my crew there. And so that's been nice to have a little home for me. Yeah. Here. I, I'm thinking of when you were moving a lot of our mutual friends, like Elise Lunin was saying, I'm losing my friend. Like, yes. I think your kids went to school together, right? You did life together. How is it like yeah. with the girls living there across the world? How, how has it been tr- the transition from LA to, like you said, a small country town in New Zealand? <laughs> I know. Well, it's funny because there's been a lot of people moving from the city. I think just like everywhere in the world, people are leaving the cities and going to places where they can have more space to create their own sanctuary, to have more time in nature, or we're hoping that's happening. I have seen that happen amongst our friends and um, colleagues. And it's it's actually been really amazing because we we landed on this place that has a bit of space so they can run around in the grass and you know be little kids and we have a trampoline and you know a lot of outdoor time, which I know you and I see eye to eye on that kind of nature therapy and how important it is to get more back in tune with the circadian rhythms of our bodies and nature and coming closer to nature and how that all works living off the land. So having a veggie garden and those kinds of things has been really cool and um, very educational for them. And I think, you know, they, again, because they're young enough, we Cameron's eight and Jamie's four. So they're, they were like open to kind of new things more than maybe if they were like your kid's age, a little bit older, it's probably harder to pull them out of their kind of social Mm -hmm. network, you know, their community. So they've met new friends and they've integrated so beautifully. And the community here is phenomenal. It's a very small little town. So everyone knows each other, but, and you run into everyone at the store. So I'm not, I'm kind of like, if that's a little hard for me, (laughs) cause I'm like you, I'm like, I like to be at home. I like to like go somewhere and no one knows me. So that's been a little adjustment, Mm -hmm. but it's actually been fun too. So it's fun to have like a home in both places, like to feel like both places are home. Yeah. I love that. Do you think you will come back to the States? What's what, have you guys talked about that? Yes, actually our plan is to spend, you know, the schools here are a lot more chill. Like in the States, you can't really leave as much. It's, It's a lot more intense. Here, they're like, oh, go off and travel. Like, it's a very Kiwi thing to go out and see the world. And they believe that you learn that way as well and learn from different cultures. So we've had conversations with our school. We're like, well, you know, we might want to do like nine months here and then three months in the States or three months traveling and then including the States. So what would be ideal, my dream, and it's all about defining to align with it, right? So you got to say it out loud, (laughs) would be to basically spend essentially, um, most of the year. And then we come back to the States, like May, June, July. So kind of when summertime, when the kids are like, when the girls cousins are out of school and all their good friends, and we can see Max and Sammy, Elisa's kids, and like, see all of our friends in our community there when they're not in school, and we can do like camps and stuff. So we're hoping to kind of, again, keep our keep a leg in each because we have we actually have still our home in the States, it's being rented. So that's kind of nice to know that we do still have a space there. We do. And we do. We love, we love California. I mean, we do. It's changed a lot. And there's, you know, it's gone through a lot, as we know. Mm-hmm. But it's actually been um, nice to take a little break from it and kind of get away from the noise. Yeah, totally. I'm out of the noise all the time. I mean, you have to come to Western Pennsylvania. It's basically I love it. the New Zealand of Pennsylvania. Perfect. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. I'll have to come Living and visit you. Kid. Not as beautiful as New Zealand, believe me, but it's oh, I'm sure it has its own own kind of beauty. (laughs) So something you said is alignment, and a lot of what your work is and what you educate people on, you've educated me a lot on over the years, is this concept of alignment. Can you define that and that springboard there? What is alignment? Is it something you do every day, or is it something that is we're constantly working towards that? I love that question. Thank you. So alignment to me is really it's never sort of this place that you get to. It's a constant work in progress. It's a constant ebb and flow. You know, of course, we see this kind of through line through the middle that we're constantly kind of trying to get to. But really, as you know, I know you and I speak the same language. It's really about kind of the joy is in the journey. And the journey is always like trying new things, staying creative, staying open-hearted, staying... um, open to learning or unlearning or whatever that is. So to me, alignment starts 
for just because of my background being an athlete and my mom getting sick when I was 16, which kind of put me on the path to do the work that I do. She was diagnosed with um, stage four breast cancer. And so I was like a really competitive swimmer. So I kind of, I channeled my anger about her sickness, her illness into my sport. Mm -hmm. And so I really went into this lockdown, clutching, bearing down kind of controlled energy. And that actually, I was able to channel that into the sport and do really well, but I was so rigid and tight and wound up. And so little by little over the years, she actually got better. She was really into like the stuff we're into, like quantum healing and Deepak Chopra. Like those were some of the first kind of things in this space that I was reading because it was on her bedside table. And so she got well after a while. But when I was driving her to go get her chemo treatments at Stanford University, what's interesting is I would ask the doctors, I'd be like, so where does cancer come from? I really want to understand this. I just, it just was inside of me. It was like this little nugget that I wanted to learn. And they would say humbly, which I respect, well, it's environmental or it's genetic or, and it's genetic. And there's a whole piece that we don't really know. And so when I heard that, I thought, well, there's this whole piece that I can go on a quest and learn about. And that's what kind of, again, because of my mom and her influence and wanting to know this world as well and learn about it. She was into Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and all of those greats. And so that kind of put in Tony Robbins and he was such a, on a quest too. So those things kind of were there for me. And then I just sort of took it to the next level and dedicated my, my life to wanting to learn what it means to actually be well on all levels. And the first thing that resonated with me at that younger age was nutrition. And so I thought I was going to be a nutritionist and an RD, but then I looked at the curriculum and I thought, you know, that's not resonating with me because it was just like the old school, like food pyramid. And it was like old science mm -hmm. that just didn't work. And I was reading like Andrew Weil and all of those greats again. So I was really excited to just go on a quest and learn. And that's what put me on this path. And for me, the physical body and the alignment aspect, I was drawn to first becoming a personal trainer. I studied nutrition, exercise, physiology in, um, at UC Santa Barbara. Again, continue to play my sport, be athletic. And then I learned Pilates and then I learned, which really changed my whole world, which was structural integration, which is the work of Ida Rolf. And that is, Ida Rolf is the woman who essentially in the Western world kind of discovered fascia. And she was a rocket scientist in the 1960s and she was researching the body and human in, in gravity. And she, she discovered fascia. And then she created a whole system that she was able to, to kind of teach. Mm -hmm. And so it's a two-year program. And that's what really put me on the next level of like alignment. So looking at alignment in mind, body, and spirit. And then when you align your body, your physical body, you actually have the opportunity to align your life and your choices mm -hmm. and your circumstances and actually start to become more of a creator of our reality rather than just kind of letting life happen to us, but like happen through us. So I love this. And I, we, again, we are in complete alignment. That, that, I know we this are. This is so beautifully, you said it so eloquently though. I mean, the, the idea that physically we, when we, our vessels are in alignment physically, how we then can be a better vessel to achieve the things we're meant to be in this world and express yes. light in, in our own unique way. People ask me a lot. One of the top questions I get actually on social media and from patients is what are some healthy snack ideas? Here is my pro tip. I've had them for years. They're so freaking delicious. They are the grass-fed beef sticks from Paleo Valley. Get this. They are super quality, 100% grass-fed, grass-finished meat from domestic regenerative farms, supporting regenerative farmers, supporting companies that support regenerative farmers, really important, not only for our own health, but the health of the planet. They are a gut healthy snack. Most meat sticks can upset your stomach or disrupt digestion, likely due to the inflammatory side effects of something called encapsulated citric acid, which is used in most meat stick products. Instead, what Paleo Valley does is in these beef sticks, they are naturally fermented, which creates beneficial probiotics for a balanced, healthy gut and eased digestion. They are a high-quality, bioavailable protein snack to grab on the go. Paleo Valley beef sticks are free of hydrogenated oils and other 
nasty junk ingredients that so many beef sticks have, making it one of the healthiest meat snacks on the market. They have so many good flavors. They have summer sausage, they have original, they have teriyaki, they have jalapeno. My favorite has to be jalapeno, it has real chunks of jalapeno in it. I love the teriyaki as well. They sweeten it with just a little bit of honey. So freaking good. All you have to do is go on over to paleovalley.com and enter code Dr. Will, that's D-R-W-I-L-L, at checkout for 15% off your first order. Again, that's paleovalley.com. Enter code D-R-Will, Dr. Will, at checkout for 15% off. Go check these out. Our next partner has a product I've loved for so long. It's Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, what you're doing is absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. You know how I love adaptogens. To help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy levels, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Athletic Greens is lifestyle friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, it's super clean. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything while still tasting really good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one thing with all the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. All you have to do is just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting and energy-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash willcole. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash willcole to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Have you ever found weird things in a vagina? Have you found yourself needing multiple partners to fulfill your desires? Hey guys, I'm Dr. Jacqueline Walters, a board-certified OBGYN. It is so important that we know how and when to ask the right questions, whether you're in front of your doctor or just hanging out with your good girlfriends. Now, I wanted to create Dr. Jackie's point of view because sometimes you need to just hear the unfiltered good old Dr. Jackie. I will inspire, uplift, and educate women and men on the who, what, when, and where of things we balance daily. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Jackie's Point of View and tune in every Thursday. What are the ways for people that are listening out there, what are the top ways that people can misalign their body? Their body can be thrown out of alignment. And how do we find that out? Like, how do we figure that out for ourselves? Well, there are so many ways that it happens. It can happen from really young age, from the subconscious programming, from even observing and watching our caretakers, like how they move through life, how they breathe, how they're hunched over all the time, or how they present themselves with confidence and radiance. So even just that, like observing through the eyes. So it's like that sensory, but then it's also, you know, what are we doing with our bodies? So we are essentially, you know, constantly creating patterns, biomechanical things come up, but then you also have like injuries and trauma. So trauma is a big one. And there's that great documentary that just came out, which is phenomenal if you guys haven't seen it already by Gabor, Dr. Gabor, I forget his last name. But anyway, there's a great documentary for people to understand more about trauma, but trauma essentially can actually get stuck in our tissues. And that's what, you know, when I talk about fascia and alignment, we're talking about the connective tissue. And that's like this amazing webbing that essentially is like the scaffolding of the body. It encases our lymph nodes. It encases our nerves. It also encases our chi, our meridians. So what's really exciting to me is that we start working with the fascia. We're working with the nervous system because the nerves are in the fascia. So essentially, let's say someone gets into an accident or has some sort of sexual trauma. 
what will happen is it's the trauma is actually the way our body responds to the circumstance. So it's basically, it gets stuck and lodged. So actual memories can get stuck in our tissue. That's why when I would apply, you know, hands-on body work or people go on the roller or they do a deep yoga hip stretch, sometimes tears will arise. So sometimes you don't actually have to talk about the trauma, but you just can move the energy through. It's that emotion, energy and motion. So it's a really big piece because like you're saying, the alignment can get so thrown off because our energy is being used to basically clutch and hold that, that whatever emotional baggage that we're kind of carrying around like a bag of coal. Mm-hmm. So the opportunity to, to come into alignment is really, again, a daily practice. It's like a daily hygiene. Mm-hmm. It's something that's a work in progress. No one's ever perfect. I mean, little by little, hopefully we're shedding those layers of stress. And if we do the work of kind of this internal exfoliation, which comes from breath work, stretching, rolling, rebounding, walking in nature, earthing, anything like all the things that you and I talk about all the time. The big one is, I mean, like I said, doing a sauna, doing a heat bath, taking magnesium to calm your nervous system because that will help you sleep deeper. But these are all the things that help us process the the stuff out of mm-hmm. our tissues and kind of keep it clean, if you mm-hmm. will. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's like this, like a scrubbing, like clearing out the cobweb. Yeah. So there are so many ways to look after this amazing, like living matrix in our body. And it's, it's like when people like awaken the awareness to fascia and tish, connective tissue health, they become more radiant. There's better longevity. There's joint decompression. There's more mobility, flexibility, more a sensory awareness. So science is calling fascia our sensory organ because again, the nerves are there. So it's where we feel everything. It's where we store everything. It's almost like we have little brain cells in our fascia. Yeah. You know, just like we have a brain in our head, a brain in our gut, a brain in our heart. Now people are realizing we actually have these little like brain. It's like a brain. Yeah. In our in our tissues in our cells, right? It's so true. I mean, we, we so much the Western mind sees fascia still as this sort of just re- re- reductive part of the musculoskeletal system, right? It's just a simple thing with yes. no intelligence. But what you're really saying is the new science is really seeing it as this intelligent sensory organ within our musculoskeletal yes. system. Is that fair to say? That's okay. right. Absolutely. Beautifully said, actually. And it's like, and again, it's such an easy thing for people to start looking after right away. Fascia is incredibly malleable. So as soon as you, it's, it's just like anything, it's right. It's kind of that um, placebo effect. As soon as you kind of understand it, you're like, boom, oh my gosh, I have this system in my body that actually, when I, when I tune into it, when I hydrate it, when I nourish it through movement, through, you know, actually proper nutrition, through hydration, Mm -hmm through all of those things I mentioned earlier, then there's this opportunity to actually feel this sense of lightness. I mean, people literally will shed weight. They'll become lighter. They'll become brighter, more clear, because again, the lymph is in there. So that's a really powerful piece. And science is now finally catching up to the lymph system, which I'm really excited about too. And I want to write more about Mm -hmm. that. We should write a book about it it. together. (laughs) Seriously. So you mentioned these practices earlier. Is that what you would say the best practices for people to check in with their body and like figure out where they're, where they're holding on to things, whether that be past trauma or, you know, pain, like where is the pain actually coming from? What are the best practices maybe just to repeat them for people? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first thing we need to do is like find a little bit of space to be able to tune in, right? It's the tuning in. So we need to have a little bit of time. And even if it is just five minutes, Okay. That, you know, for that moment to actually take a few breaths and, you know, visualize, tune inward and, and feel where do you feel blocked? Where do you feel heavy? Where do you feel tense? And then just again, going for a little walk. And as you walk, where do you feel the heaviness and the stagnantness and the kind of congestion? And then, of course, getting on a roller, which is kind of what put me out there into the world was the good old Love it. Rollers. I have a small one and a big one. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yes, it's so simple, but the beauty of why I think it actually has resonated with, you know, the wellness world so much so quickly is because as soon as you get on this thing, even one upper back roll move, you feel it. So it brings you out of your head and into your Mm. body. So you're getting back into actually feeling again. And then once you start to roll, 
it's pleasurable, it's enjoyable. And then you start to feel freedom and you can breathe better and you can sit up straighter with, without as much effort. And then the energy that you would have been using to kind of be stressed and hunched and clutched is going into creativity. And like you said earlier, light, mm -hmm. yeah. right? So it's allowing the light to shine through the cracks. Yeah. So for people that aren't seeing this on video, the rollers are, can you explain them for people? They're brilliant. I mean, mm. they are a full body experience for sure. And they're, they're very, <laughs> they are. they're very yeah, full body and, and also like very meditative too for me because I'm like, wow, I'm feeling things you yeah. don't really feel until you're there doing it. It's so true. So essentially, you know, the roller is, think of it almost like a rolling pin. Okay. So it's rolling dough and the, it's not rolling your muscles. Well, it is rolling your muscles, but the idea is the intention is to roll the fascia, which is the layer that lays underneath your skin and above your muscles. So if you magnify that, again, like I said, lymph is in their nerves, chi, all of these good things, blood flow is happening in there. And so the areas that tend to kind of wind up and become, it almost becomes like a, like a, let's say a knot, a piece of scar tissue, it almost becomes like a little piece of plastic in your body. And what it does is it doesn't allow the blood and the lymph to flush through. So that area becomes stagnant and pooled up. And so essentially taking the roller on it and these rollers, the ones I've designed, I have a whole body care collection of like balls and the little like peanut, they call it mm -hmm. the infinity roller. And then I have the big roller and the smaller roller and I have more tools coming out soon, but it's a softer density roller because you're not trying to take an elbow to the bone, right? We're working with this amazing matrix between the skin and the muscle. So you want to have a softer density roller. So it's a medium density roller. So it's a little bit more kind of like a memory foam. So it really kind of rings you out as like, as if you were getting like a lymphatic massage. So it's giving you that deep kind of cleanse and that purging. And what that does is that actually brings in the hydration. So anytime you apply pressure to those knots, to the buildup of congestion in the tissue, you're allowing that beautiful blood flow, chi energy to come back and water essentially mm -hmm. into the tissue. So it's like taking, think of like a dried up sponge and you're kind of putting water in that sponge. All of a sudden it's coming back to life. And then the muscle can actually come back up. I always say it's like fluffing the muscle back up to the surface. So not only do you, does it look better, but also neuromuscularly, you can connect to it more. That's why the big thing in the wellness world or the fitness world is more like, well, let's roll out after we work out. And I'm like, no, you guys have it all backwards. You, you've got to roll before because you're turning on proprioception. You're bringing in that hydration and blood flow. You're increasing range of motion and flexibility. You're smoothing out that density so you feel the muscles more. It's just, it's so mind blowing. Again, five minutes can make a huge difference. But what I find is people, once they get on the roller, they don't really want to stop. Yeah. And you can do a whole workout on it as well. So I do a thing where we combine dry brushing first, then rolling, because then you really get the lymph and you free up all that dead skin. And then we roll and then we do a bounce on the rebounder. And that could be five minutes or 20 minutes because that's phenomenal for the lymph. It also regenerates the pelvic floor. It strengthens the core. It improves digestion. It gives every cell of your body a massage. And then we finish it off with heat therapy and then cold. Because again, I'm all about the lymph like you are, right? Because the lymph is where so much wellness and immunity and like flow, that fluid flow, that mm -hmm. river in our body. So it's just, it's so much more than a workout. It's really this, this kind of holistic yeah. program, body if you care. will. It's this way to kind of body yeah. care. Yeah. It's putting all of the stuff that you talk about into action and giving people the ability to actually, when they know what you can teach them as well, and then they can actually do mm -hmm. the movements and have the awareness, then it enhances all of their mm -hmm. benefits too. So something that I've heard you talk about, it, and I think the, the listeners to the, of the podcast will really love learning about is reframing how we see pain, reframing the pain paradigm and, and seeing pain as a message of our body. So can you talk about that? Absolutely. I mean, that's the big thing in the Western model has been to give the band-aid when we feel some sort of pain show up. And I believe that pain is a message and it's there to teach us something. And it's kind of like, I guess that's why I've been called the body whisperer, you know, in the media is because really we want to listen to the whispers before we have to hear the screams. Mm -hmm. So it's like, 
if you are, and the only way that you can listen to the whispers is if you have the ability to feel and tune into that inner wisdom. And so for me, the pain, if we can look at the pain as something that, wow, thank you, body. Thank you for giving me that pain because now I know that I need to work on that area and I need to create space. I need to bring in circulation and blood flow. I need to release stress. Maybe I need to change my patterns, whether it's mental, physical, emotional. Maybe I need to go get some body work. Maybe I need to go see someone like you. So it's all of those things that actually kind of being, it's just that thing, what, what you always say, it's like being kinder, being kinder to our body. It's your, I love your quote. It's what is it? It's we can't heal a body that we hate. That's exactly mm-hmm. it. So the hatred of the pain and putting the numbing and t- you know the band-aids that everyone puts on, that will just, it will just come back mm-hmm. around. So if we don't listen to the whispers, we'll end up having to hear the scream. So I'm just, because of what I went through with my mom getting sick, I feel like I've always just been way more passionate about prevention mm-hmm. and wanting to get to the root cause yeah. of kind of anything in the body. Yeah, absolutely. For our life. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> People age at different speeds, and the date on your license may not be your inner biological age at all. Believe me, I see it a lot with patients, and they don't even know it. If you're looking for ways to extend your health span and slow down the aging process, the keys to health and longevity run in your blood. That's why Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce stress, improve your sleep, and optimize your health for the long haul. Created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics, Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, your DNA, and fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you are not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise, the right nutrition, and right supplementation for your body. Add Inner Age 2.0 to any plan for a definitive calculation on your true biological age to see how you're aging from the inside out. It is, you have to check this out. The data here is amazing. For a limited time, get 20% off right now the entire Inside Tracker store. You don't want to miss this. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. Again, that's I N S I D E. T-R-A-C-K-E-R.com forward slash art of being well. InsideTracker.com forward slash art of being well. Have you heard of Karyuma? Man, if you haven't heard about this line, you have to check this out. This brand has a cult following and they have a pair of shoes that I never want to take off. (laughs) It is the Aka Low Canvas Sneaker. Spelt O-C-A, the Aka, is the perfect transitional sneaker for dressing up or dressing down as it's getting warmer in most of the Western Hemisphere right now. It's slow but surely in Pittsburgh, but whatever. All season sneakers keep you looking super fresh with a broken in fit in perfect neutral and spring colors. I'm on my feet a lot running around the clinic seeing patients. I need something functional. I need something that looks good. I need something that's comfortable. This checks all the boxes. But in addition to the shoes looking great and feeling great, I love what Karyuma stands for. They embrace personal style over status quo trends, and they also empower conscious consumers to buy quality over quantity, which is honestly the only true answer to sustainability. Kiriyuma sources their materials responsibly and design timeless silhouettes. They also maintain ethical factories and employ a strict code of conduct in their day-to-day operations. They believe in giving back to their conscious community and fellow eco-friendly organizations. For a limited time, the Art of Being Well listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Kiriyuma sneakers. So go to C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com, slash being well to get 15% off. That's C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash being well for 15% off only for a limited time. 
Your book is, I mean, the, the things we're talking about, you talk very brilliantly in the book, in your book, The Power Source, and you talk about these five power centers. Well, let's, let's talk about it for the people. What are the power centers? What are the five power centers and how they impact our life? Yeah. So my book, The Power Source was basically birth after um, realizing, do, you know, doing hands-on sessions with clients for about 15 years and seeing this kind of pattern that would show up. So I would see, again, because my, my genre is so physical, I would see the tension in the pelvic floor and then the tension in the gut, in the belly area, and the psoas, the deep core, and then in the lungs and the diaphragm. These are all these areas where I guess I, I kind of coined them as stress containers. So they were where the stress was getting stuck. Mm. And so, and then of course, it was the heart, shoulders, upper back area, which is kind of the one that people in the world probably feel the most because they are like, everyone's always like, I have tight shoulders. I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. And then the last one, the fifth one is the head, neck, jaw and like skull essentially. And so what I found was there were these ways that you could open up these areas. And then again, get that energy that we were using for stress and kind of that clutching, bearing down fight or flight energy and actually open it up and expand it and create that space and that chi and the blood flow. So all of those areas were again, almost on everyone. Like if you look at like anatomy, you'll see there, it's like the pelvic floor is a hammock. And then the diaphragm is almost, it's a pump on top of it. And then you have like the chest and lungs. And then of course, like the, the upper part of the jaw. So if you look at like the way our bodies are worked, it's like, are, are lined up. We have these kind of domes throughout our body. And so that those areas can get very hard and dense and thick. So essentially the book gives each of those areas ways to open them up, whether it's through movement, through nutrition, and all of those things. So it's a really powerful tool for people to, again, harness the energy we're using for stress mm -hmm. and channel it into creativity and connections. So the book for me was really important because it was, it's really about helping people get out of just the control, right? The masculine energy, the force energy. So it's about balancing out that doing energy with the being energy, right? The feminine energy. So we need control. We need to do things. We need to force things sometimes. Mm -hmm. But then we also need to flow, integrate, and we need to surrender and allow things to happen. And that's really what I believe how humans not just survive, but they thrive. Mm -hmm. Because when they are more balanced that way and having those opportunities, and you must see this so much with in you know, your clients, your patients that you see all over the world, the, the um, overdoing and the overstress and the fight or flight and how it knocks the whole nervous system out of whack, the whole endocrine system out of yeah. whack. So as we come back into this balance and it's never perfect, right? It's ebb and flow. You know, sometimes we have to push more and sometimes we let go. And so it's a real, it's a beautiful way. It's a beautiful offering for people. And again, I'm actually going to do the video course that's going to go along with the book. So we're working on that too, which will be cool. Just to bring like the video parts of the movement medicine to Can't life. Wait for that. So something you <laughs> mentioned earlier that I, we're talking about clients and patients and things I see so much, something that you teach about is pelvic floor dysfunction, pelvic floor disorders. And I think it's one in four women have pelvic floor disorder. What, what is it? Maybe many women that are, that are listening don't even know they have it, but it's an, it's an issue that's widely underdiagnosed. So what causes it and why fixing it is just so imperative for our health? Yeah. And that's a good one. So again, the pelvic floor was one of those things that Again, that's why I created the whole program because the pelvic floor was the base of it all, right? It's the root chakra. It's where we process our primal instincts. And essentially, a lot of people don't realize it, but they're subconsciously bearing down on their pelvic floor. And that sends a signal to the nervous system up through the spinal cord, right? And a lot of times, it can actually lock down the jaw. There's this really amazing connection between the jaw and the pelvic floor. There's a fascial plane that's connecting the, the jaw and the pelvic floor. So some of the issues we see with people that have really tight pelvic floors are tension in the lower back, really tight hips, even a pooched stomach. What was I going to say? A, like not good digestion. So their stomach will be kind of bound because again, it's just about that clutching kind of white knuckling energy. And so that energy creates the tension and then the pelvic floor then becomes this area that we just don't talk about in our culture. It's either it's either zero to porno, 
It's no, there's no balance, right? There's no kind of gray area. And the beauty of this area is it's a very pleasurable area. It's the area that creates life. And so when we unlock this area from a physical standpoint, we have more mobility, more flexibility, more space, more um, pleasure between the sheets for men and women, both. By the way, men also have pelvic floors. People ask me that all the time. And so essentially, then it opens up the whole system. And then it energetically brings up the energy of creativity and the sexual energy in the Kundalini world, right? It's not only about sex. It's about creation. It's about connection. Mm -hmm. It's about charisma and all of those things. So we're opening up to this. I like to call it a superpower when we unlock the pelvic floor. And it's not about just doing kegels and tightening the area down. It's actually about, I like to call building resilience because it's about expanding the pelvic floor and contracting. Mm -hmm. And I have a great visual for people. We can actually do it right now. It It takes like one minute. Okay. So close your eyes. And then I want you just to squeeze the pelvic floor. If you don't know what it is, it's think of the muscles. If you were going to cut your pee off midstream, I want you to visualize the hammock of muscles between the pubic bone, the tailbone, and the both sits bones, like a nice circular hammock of muscles. And then I want you to pull the pelvic floor up into your organs. Okay, I want you to picture it like a rosebud pulling up and then slowly feel it expand and open like a flower blooming. Okay, and the beauty of that, do it one more time, pull everything up and in, squeeze, try to hold it and then slowly expand it and feel it kind of blossom and open three-dimensionally. Beautiful. And then you can just open your eyes. And the beauty of that is you can do that anytime, anywhere. Lisa, Lisa and I always joke when I first met her, we were like, okay, I'm going to have you do that. Every time you go to a stop sign, I want you to do three of those. (laughs) And she really felt like a deeper neuromuscular connection. So I have obviously a lot of moves that I do in all of my programming to help people understand that connect to it with all the different tools. Because really, again, it's about when you have that neuromuscular reprogramming, then all of a sudden you have, it's amazing. Hamstring flexibility gets better. Women have more pleasure. Like I said, when they have sex, they don't have as much pain during sex. And even men have the ability to control themselves a little more in the bed bedroom, <laughs> which is kind of exciting too. Good for <laughs> <I know>. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Bet. So, I mean, on and with when we're talking about all of these things, this is stuff that you integrate within your body care programming, right? So people are like, wow, man, like I, they just did that, that exercise right there. How do they learn more about this stuff? Where can I send people? Yeah. I mean, you know, we've got the books. I've got my first book, Taller, Slimmer, Younger, which is kind of funny because a lot of people were like, oh, Taller, Slimmer, Younger. It's so all about the aesthetic. And I'm like, no, it's actually about posture and alignment. It's just a little provocative name. And then I have a a whole course, a video course. It's a 10-week course that goes with that with a meal plan. And then I have a power source book and we're working on the video course and the meal plan that will go with that as well. And then of course, now we just launched a new course. It's kind of like a mini book. It's a five-day program called Metabolism Boost. And it's a great way to kind of come in if people, let's say, want to just experience what I have inside the Aligned Life Studio. We have four pillars of living your own aligned life. Like I'm all about not telling people what to do, but actually just opening up their eyes to these tools and then kind of alchemizing it and making it their own. So the four pillars are movement, obviously movement medicine, all with all the different tools and also mat work and breath work and visualizations and meditations. And then we also have the nourish component, which is all about fascia foods. How do we eat for our tissue health, our joint health? I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff with skin Mm -hmm. health and all of that kind of glowing skin. People love that, but also improving our gut health and digestion and all of those things too. And then the third pillar is cleanse because cleanse is such an important Mm -hmm. piece as we know to, again, for the lymph, but also cleansing our our mind, cleansing our thought Mm -hmm. patterns, our behavioral patterns. And also our environment. So with our cleaning supplies and what we put on our skin and obviously what we eat too. And then the last pillar is community. It's connect. So we have the Align Life Collective where I have people come together and it's like this beautiful place away from social media. And so by having those four pillars and then the new course is five days, it's a great way to kind of experience what does it mean to live an aligned life? And so you have these options and it's a great offering. So that is just launching on Monday. Love that. So part of this body care programming that you have is restorative movement, like yin movement. Yeah. Can you talk briefly about 
the importance of restorative movements and maybe give us something we can give us a teaser for what what we can expect from your work. <laughs> like something we should be doing in the morning, maybe. Absolutely. I mean, the yin. Okay, so that's what I was saying earlier about the yin to mm-hmm. the yang. It's like if it's like think of your bicep muscle. It's similar to the pelvic floor. Any muscle that's in constant contraction is called hypertonic. So it becomes actually weak. So essentially think of like contracting your bicep. If you're doing a bicep curl, if you're holding that all the time and then you're losing this whole other side of strength, because when you fully extend eccentrically and lengthen the bicep, you're decompressing the joints, you're creating the space and lubrication, the hydration, and then you actually have way more strength to come back. So you'll, it's creating that balance. So my programming is really about the yin and the yang. It's about opening our bodies up, bringing in the circulation and blood flow and actually just feeling again. And then it's about bringing in that athleticism as well. So you're bringing in the strength component. So a lot of the pro athletes that I've worked with over the years love this work because it actually makes them jump higher, recover faster. As we know, when we're not using the energy to be in fight or flight and stress, we can use the energy to heal. So when we are healing, this amazing healing energy that's you know, pulsing through every one of us that's living on the planet, there's this capacity that we can then heal our gut, you know, clear the clutter of our mind, take that, you know, film off of our creativity and our energy. And so it becomes this kind of, I like to call it quantum healing. So as we heal each of us, then the world heals, mm-hmm. right? So when you heal, I heal. And so I'm just a big believer in that too, that collective energy mm-hmm. of healing. So I love doing stuff together as um, a community love too. That. What's a morning stretch we can do? To, what's an example of a yin movement for people? Well, oh my gosh, there's so many. I would say like doing some bridging is a really good way to kind of mobilize the spine and get that cerebral spinal fluid. You can do it literally in bed, which is a great way to start your day too, or just, you know, doing a forward fold and doing some side bends. I mean, my whole kind of method or message is really about thinking of working your body in all the different planes of movement. So you want to twist because that rings out your organs and your spinal cord. You want to invert. So going upside down is really good for your heart, for your skin, for your brain. Also massages your shoulders. And then of course, side bending and forward flexion and extension. So working the body in all the different planes of movement. But if if there's one move, honestly, I would say get on your roller, lay on your roller long way. Usually the bigger one is probably better. And you put your head on the roller all the way down to your spine and your whole entire spine is aligned on the roller. So what it does is it sends a message to your nervous system, where is my alignment? So you come into your natural alignment and then you can just lay on there and do snow angels, like bringing your arms up as you inhale and then exhale down. So you're getting breath, you're decompressing the joints of the vertebra, you're realigning the spine. You can do some bridges on there as well and also some kind of spinal articulation, hip rolls and then massaging the shoulder blades. So to me, that's like, if there's one move that I would just do my whole life, it would be that one. I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> it's in all of my roller. programs. Yes. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'll send you a video all right. of what exactly you do. I see it. I see it. <laughs> all right. Love it. My friend, This the, the podcast is called The Art of Being Well. We talk about the science, the art of wellness, all the stuff we've been getting into today with you. This part of the podcast is called Your Art of Being Well. This is Lauren's Art of Being Well. We get to go over your favorite <laughs> things, within wellness. So I'm going to throw questions at you and whatever comes to mind, there's no right or wrong answer. answer. (laughs) All right. So first question, if you were stuck on a desert island, no other food, you had to eat one food for for survival, purely on nutrient density alone, what would that food be? Oh my God. So easy. Avocado. Hello. Of course. (laughs) I love, I would say the same thing or like sardines or salmon or something (laughs) like that for sure. That. Avocado is a top answer on the podcast for sure. A lot of smart people (laughs) on the podcast, of course. That's why they're here. (laughs) It's amazing. I'm obsessed. Next question, completely opposite. If you could eat, if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, purely on taste, like remove health benefits aside, (laughs) completely based on deliciousness, what would that food be? It's between French fries and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese on French fries. People like that. Oh my God, totally. I don't know. It'd be so hard to choose. Any specific fry? Are we like what people? I'm pretty. Pick- oh my god, a truffle fry. All right, a truffle fry. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't eat them very much, but I do eat them. Yeah. It's not like I'm like never eating a fry because I'm, I do actually love potatoes in general, but yeah, no truffle fry. So, I'm oh. a sweet potato fry guy with chipotle aioli dressing. So freaking Ooh, good. That sounds phenomenal. Our kids love sweet potato fries. We do those a lot actually. Delicious. So good. All right. What are the top supplements? Maybe you can give one, you give a few supplements that have been the biggest game changer for your wellness journey? Oh my gosh. Vitamin D, B, vitamin B, and also, of course, and I know you are a believer too, magnesium. Yeah. Magnesium and collagen. Those, those, those are my top four. I love it. Yeah. All right. Next question. What's, <laughs> if you're into biohacking, what's your latest wellness tool or biohack that you're really into? Well, I don't really believe in the word, the word hack. Okay. Because um, I'm not a big believer in, but I know what you mean. Yeah, maybe it's more wellness like, tool. Yeah. I, well, the, the infrared sauna, the clear light infrared sauna. Okay. So the combo is a sound bath with the little infinity roller. The peanut infinity in roller. The sound bath. Ah. Putting it between your shoulder blades, having the sound bath going and just going into a super deep meditative kind of movement-y, juicy kind of, again, getting out of the head into the body. So that's my hack too. I and then the chroma, that. the chroma therapy, the red light, because we have the red light, yeah. which I love. So it's like all of these things happening together. And I'm a big fan of kind of making the most of the time. Love that. Any specific, I, for people that are like, okay, how do I get a sound bath? Are you going to somewhere? <laughs> is it somewhere that you could like get it online? Oh, yes. This, I have a Spotify playlist. Perfect. So it's, yeah. You can look me up on Spotify and find it. Cool. It's a healing sound bath. We'll put the link in the show notes for people. Perfect. All right. That's a great idea. What is one wellness myth that you would like to settle it? Dispel the, the myth. Okay. That one is great. I would say that you can only use the foam roller to basically roll yourself out. You can use it for the most epic, like actual workout too. That's like one of my missions is like, you guys, there's so much more you can get out of this thing. It's like this. It's like having your own personal trainer and your own private masseuse. Yeah. So it's this tag team. I love that. Okay. What's one wellness brand? It could be a food. It could be a snack. It could be a supplement that you've really been loving, This a, a wellness brand. Oh, you know, I mean, I don't know if you would call it wellness, but the Caraway cookware, okay. I'm really pumped about because it's non-toxic and it's ceramic. And they're affordable and they're, they look cool. And I've aligned with them because I really, you know, we're bringing in this whole fashion foods meal guide thing. And I want to make sure people are using the right proper cookware because they're otherwise they're just getting all this beautiful organic food and then they're cooking it with this toxic cookware. Yeah. Wow. It's a big one. Cool. I've never heard yeah. of them before to check them out again. Oh, you, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get you hooked up with them. We'll put the links for yeah, everybody. For sure. All right. What's totally. one spiritual or mindfulness practice that's been the biggest, biggest tool for you in that, in that You know, way? I've, I've been really digging using binarial beats, the theta waves, binarial beats too. And then going into kind of like a, a trancey meditation and just like, again, going into that creative vortex energy. Cause mm -hmm. I feel like right now there's a lot of energy and I mean, we're talking a little more spiritual now, but I think there's a lot of information and energy that wants to come through us as wellness leaders, wellness warriors, I guess. And I feel like there's more opening for people to actually be listening to it. So I, I always want to be that vessel mm -hmm. to, to bring it in, to apply it to myself and then embody it and then teach it. So mm -hmm. that has been a really powerful piece for me. Wow. That's great. Great. Very well put. This whole conversation, I'm like, yes, we need to like, that's going to be a quote card. That's going to be a quote card. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> oh, babe, that's cool. Thank you. Um, all right. Now, a lot of the listeners on the podcast love skincare. They want to know about natural skincare. Like what, if you could use one skincare product, I had to use only one, what would that be? Oh my gosh. Well, I love just olive oil. I mean, honestly, it's just like, I know it has a smell, you can get olive oil that's not. I'm actually creating a product that's a body, or I call it the body elixir. And it's the base is olive oil. And it's really interesting that you asked because so many of the products, we've been developing this product for two years. So many of the products on the market, even in the clean beauty sector, are literally filled with like filler oils. So they're not, they're staying very topical. They're not actually going in mm -hmm. because of, you know, price. And so I'm not trying to build like a crazy, like, 
huge brand. It's more just like wanting to serve our community because I'm just like such a big fan of like real like stuff that we can put on our skin that really works. And Mm -hmm. so we're creating the body elixir and it's mostly olive oil and it has the most beautiful scent though. It doesn't smell like olive oil. It smells like honeysuckle and grapefruit and sandalwood, which are all very kind of, they're great essential oils for your nervous system. And it has arnica in it, hemp oil. So I'm a huge fan. That's actually going to be coming out probably when this podcast comes out. It's coming out any day now. So that's exciting. But then of course I do love for my face. I love Vintner's Daughter. Vintner's Daughter face oil is by April. It is so phenomenal. I mean, you can't beat it. No, it's great. So great. I can't wait for this this oil to come out that you're releasing. Yeah, we'll send it to you. Yeah. You'll love it. I'll put the link again. So the good. link will be in for people. Um, you can put it like in your hair. You can put it on your face. Phenomenal. Awesome. All right. What's the what's a book that you've read in the past year? It could be fiction. It could be nonfiction. Anything. We've had people give, give science fiction as, 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 as a book. <laughs> but what's been the book you read in the past year that's really inspired you or just got you thinking in a new way. You know, it's funny. I went back a little bit to the past. Carolyn Mice, she has a great book called Defy Gravity. And she's just such a classic for me. I just always go back to her work. And I just, I really believe in her message. And then also Deepak's old school quantum healing book. So, cause I'm really wanting to bring that into my programming and kind of explain to people what that means. Cause it's kind of like one of those vague things. And he, I mean, he coined it, but mm-hmm. I mean, I am Gus always laughs at me. Cause he's like, you don't ever read like stories. You only want to <laughs> read about wellness. And I'm like, yeah, that's how I, that's how I roll. It's my like escape. I love it. I love that. <laughs> All right. Last question. What's your favorite restaurant in the world? And what do you order there? Oh my gosh. That is a really good one. I mean, Jelena. Aunt Jelena Abbott Kinney. Yes. So good. You know Jelena, of course. I, it's, it's so, so good. good. And what would I order? I would order whatever is, you know, seasonal and farm to table at that time because they're so good about doing that. And yeah. but I would like not hold back. Like I would get the pizza, I would get whatever veggies they have. I just the way I mean their cookbook is phenomenal. So yeah, hundred percent. That is my for sure. So good. I'm like now I'm like tasting it. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Well, Venice Beach is a great place for sure. It is. My friend, I want to tell you this before we go. Like you are one, I know we, it's because of the pandemic. I haven't seen you in person in a while. We stay in touch. We stay in touch. But I, like you, your family, your husband, you are some of the most kindest, like authentic. And I know people got that through the airwaves, through the podcast waves. You're just an awesome human being. And like when my books come out, you show up for me. When there's random Mm -hmm. business deals, you guys reach out to to shed light for me and be there for me. And I, that does not go unappreciated. I'm so thankful for you. Oh, well, that means a lot. And I feel exactly the same. And every time I see you do an Instagram post, I'm like, oh my God, we're so speaking the same language. I'm like, that's my, my guy. Like you just, I feel like we have a really nice kind of masculine feminine thing going yeah. on both sides, you yeah. know, and it's a beautiful balance. And your message and everything you put out there, it's just so empowering. And I'm so proud of you too Thank with you. everything that you've accomplished and your amazing new book, New York Times bestseller. I'm so stoked for you. Oh man. Thank you. Thank you. You deserve so much. it. You deserve you it. You too. work hard, you play hard, and you have a beautiful family. You're so inspiring. And I'm so lucky to call you a friend. Likewise. But thank you. Thank you so much. Come again totally. anytime you want to. Oh, thanks, babe. I can't wait to see you again in person yes. soon. Can't wait. <laughs> At the end of every episode, I'll be answering a question from one of you guys. Nothing is off limits. Ask me anything. And you can send your questions over to me on Instagram or Facebook. As a functional medicine practitioner, it's been fun seeing the questions that have already come in on different food philosophies, wellness trends, and ways to approach overall mental, emotional, and physical health and well-being. Thanks for those. And I'm looking forward to seeing what else is on your mind. Now it's time for another Ask Me Anything. Today's question is from Noelle. Noelle asks, I've heard you talk on social media and previous Ask Me Anythings about alcohol not being good for our health, but isn't red wine supposed to be good for our heart health? I'm confused. Well, I 
hear you. I hear you, Noel. I, I think it is confusing for a lot of people. Um, there's, we've grown up over the past couple of decades, right? We've all lived and heard in the media and in the news and in pop culture that red wine equals heart health because of something called resveratrol, which is a compound that's in red wine, just like it's in many other plant foods. So it's a it's an anti-inflammatory compound that there's a lot of exciting science around it. And I'm not going to argue that. I, I think that that resveratrol is a tool to use. But the reality is you're really, when you look at the therapeutic doses of resveratrol and how I use resveratrol and different compounds and formulas for patients to attenuate inflammation, you have to drink so much red wine to get a therapeutic dose of resveratrol. And you could make an argument that very small amounts maybe as a hormetic effect, like a good stress on the body. It's not necessarily healthy, but it's like making your body more resilient because it's a low-grade stress. And I've heard that argument argument being made uh, in the wellness space. I do have a problem with the glamorization and the normalization of alcohol consumption within our culture at large and specifically within my lane, within wellness, because there's no way around it. Like uh, uh, Dr. Ellen Vora, if you haven't checked out that conversation and check out Dr. Amen's conversation with me, both episodes, Dr. Vora, Dr. Amen, we talk about this in both episodes. There's no healthy amount of alcohol really when it comes to the data is concerned, meaning that it's a neurotoxin. There's no way around it. It's going to impact your brain. Some people more than others. Some people definitely are more sensitive to it than others. And it impacts your gut health negatively. It can increase intestinal permeability or leaky gut syndrome. Lots of different things as far as inflammation. But but your question, Noel, was really pointed towards heart health. And why were people citing the science around that? Well, a lot of those studies, when it came to red wine and cardiovascular health, heart health, it, they were observational studies. Recently, there was a large study published in JAMA, which is the Journal of the American Medical Association. It was in the JAMA Network Open, I believe. And they found that alcohol intake at all levels was linked to higher risks of cardiovascular disease. This was a large study. It was over 371,000 adults. This was out of the Massachusetts General Hospital and the Broad Institute of MIT in Harvard. But this research really suggests that the supposed benefits of alcohol consumption may actually be attributed to other lifestyle factors that are common among people that are light to moderate drinkers. So causation versus correlation. A lot of the studies that were done previously really were conflating causation and correlation. You didn't really know what was causing it. And basically people that are light drinkers to moderate drinkers, they have a lot of other healthier lifestyle habits that can mitigate the, the negative effects of alcohol. Basically, this is what the study said. People who drank heavily had the highest risk. No one's going to argue that. However, the team also found that light to moderate drinkers tended to have healthier lifestyles than abstainers, such as more physical activity and vegetable intake and less smoking. Taking just a few lifestyle factors into account significantly lowered any benefit to our health associated with alcohol consumption. Now get this, the study also revealed substantial differences in heart cardiovascular risk across the spectrum of alcohol consumption among both men and women with minimal increases in risk when going from zero to seven drinks per week. Much higher risk increases when progressing from seven to 14 drinks per week and especially high risk when consuming 21 or more drinks per week. Notably, get this, the findings suggest a rise in cardiovascular risk even at levels deemed low risk by national guidelines, which are below two drinks per day for men and one drink per day for women. So large study just came out in the scientific literature, and this really confirms what I see. It definitely exists on a spectrum, bioindividuality, some people can handle it more than others, and that's not ta even taking into account the mental emotional component for many people where they really are just using it for, for anxiety purposes or stress purposes. It's just unhealthy 
all around on a mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical. With that said, I have to be a pragmatist when it comes to consulting patients. So if I'm going to recommend anything, it's going to be a low alcohol, meaning the least damaging, organic, biodynamic, regenerative, dry wine. I love dry farm wines. I have no connection with them. I'm not part of the company. But as a clinician, I recommend brands like that that curate wines that are the least offensive, but I by no means consider it a health food. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back again next Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.